You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi, and welcome to our special quarterly podcast covering the latest release of the AIB Brexit Sentiment Index. From AIB Treasury, my name is Gavin O'Carroll. I'm joined today by Mags Brennan, Head of Sector Strategies and Specialists, and John Fay, Senior Economist. Good morning, both, and welcome to our listeners. Let's get straight to this AIB Brexit Sentiment Index survey of SMEs in both the Republic and Northern Ireland. Mags, can you please bring us through the key findings from this survey? Thanks, Gavin, and uh, thanks for inviting me. It's great to be here. Latest survey will tell us that um, our SMEs still think that they're in very much negative territory here around the impact of Brexit on their business. And that's worrying. So it's at minus 50 at this point. But there's some other points coming out in relation to certain sectors like manufacturing and tourism, where SMEs are really, really concerned about their business in the wake of a Brexit or a hard Brexit, as the case may be. One point in relation to hiring, which concerns us, the economy in Ireland is doing really well at the moment, and yet one in 10 SMEs have decided to defer hiring new people because of Brexit. That's something to be concerned about. It's something that at full employment in the Irish economy, obviously it would help businesses if they could keep momentum going. But obviously this has now come out of recent surveys, particularly this one. Mm, Well, this is showing that, you know, there are certain SMEs and businesses out there that are so concerned about Brexit and the impact that it might have on their business that they're not hiring, that they're deferring any plans for hiring. They're also deferring plans for investment in their business, which we can see ourselves from a banking perspective where, there's, you know, there's lower asks for borrowings over the last couple of months. Would you see this across the island? Is this Northern Ireland and the Republic? Yes, you're seeing this, this, this is both Ireland, Republic and Northern Ireland. And anything significant compared to the previous survey from quarter one? Because the numbers weren't dissimilar in terms of the negativity and the sentiment. What would you see is the key in quarter two in terms of outputs that we're seeing from customers, aside from what you just said there now about employment. Hmm. So some customers, there's there's a case study in the uh, Brexit sentiment index this time out, which is really, really good. And it's actually talking to the struggles that a company has had that's actually trying to plan for Brexit, that they're having struggles around putting structures in place to be able to do that, which goes to the whole point here that people need to be planning for Brexit. And our survey, you know, while there's been some improvement in the number of companies that are planning for Brexit, still less than one in two companies in Ireland are planning for Brexit at this point. That's an incredible statistic. And Mags, note there that the manufacturing and tourism sectors are showing the lowest levels of business sentiment in the Republic. Mm. Retail seems to be the most pessimistic sector in the north. Mm. What would you see from the sectoral customer knowledge that your team and your own knowledge brings out of this survey. Yeah. So from a manufacturing perspective, that's not surprising at all, given the exposure that that manufacturing sector has to the UK. So, you know, they're really concerned about their supply chain, customers and their business going forward. From a tourism perspective, the same holds because there's huge exposure within our tourism sector to the UK and to UK tourists coming to Ireland. So while we've had an uplift in North America, Asian and European tourists coming to Ireland, there are there's still exposure in certain pockets, particularly along the border within the tourism sector to the UK and Northern Ireland. And that also applies, you mentioned actually in the survey, I note one of your comments about both Connacht and Ulster. Mm. It's the near border counties that are most exposed to both the tourism and the manufacturing side. Absolutely. And I go one step further. If you're along the border counties on either side, regardless of sector, you'll see there is some 
concern there around what's going to happen in the future. Uncertainty certainly is the watchword of all our podcasts recently. John, I'm just going to bring you in in terms of what is likely to happen over the next few months, given the sensitivity of sterling to headlines out of the UK. If you look at what we've seen over the last uh, couple of days, especially over the weekend, uh, we've seen a, a ramping up of uh, the rhetoric in terms of the new UK government. So they're very much going down the lines of a hard Brexit, no deal, that they're preparing for it and they're ready for it. Obviously, this is a negotiating strategy, but we have seen the negative reaction on currency markets. So if you compare uh, euro sterling this morning, uh, we're above the 91p mark. Just back in early May, we were closer to the 85p mark. So that's a move of around 6% since the beginning of summer. So what we're seeing in sterling is very much reflective of, uh, you mentioned the word uh, uncertainty, and it's uncertainty in the increased concerns and risks of a, of a no-deal type scenario. So when we look ahead, I suppose the key date is October, end of October. That's the the new cliff edge date for Brexit. Uh, but if you think about it, we've August coming up. Not a lot has, may happen in August, given that, okay, the EU have said that their negotiators are there and available to talk. But really, it's probably September, October period where the focus will very much ramp up in preparations for future negotiations on it. From a currency perspective, you know, the closer we get to the deadline and the more uncertainty there is, then we think more pressure will come to bear again on that. So in that context, to put levels on it, you're looking at the 93p level again. So that was the post-low for sterling, post-referendum low. So where we are at the moment, that would be the next level you'd look out for in, in the next potential downturn in sterling in terms of the weakness. John, thanks. Mags, I just want to bring you back in. In terms of the four-page Brexit Sentiment Index production that, that AIB has uh, published the key thing for me when I was reading through it, and you just mentioned it there in, in the last number of minutes, about working capital facilities for companies and what they need over the next number of years to go and protect their business and weather the waves and the, and, and the actual challenges that are coming. What do you see in terms of AIBs further stepping up to support customers over these coming months, particularly into the October deadline? Mm. What do you see as the key things that AIB can do? Well, there's things we've already done. So we have Brexit advisors right across the country. We actually increased the number of Brexit advisors in the last number of months because, you know, we're concerned about what might happen here. And we wanted to make sure that we have supports out there for our customers. So we've 32 Brexit advisors right across the country who have been trained to understand what Brexit is and to understand what supports are there for customers. We also have our Brexit Ready Check, which is not for just AIB customers, it's for any SME, it's free. It's a 10-minute tool that's sectoralised and you can go through a very, very quick 10-minute questionnaire which will tell you how much exposure you have to Brexit. Following that, we kind of thought, well, we can't sit here on our laurels. We really, really need to make sure our customers are planning and are really thinking about what Brexit might impact their business. So we are partnering with BDO, in September and we're running workshops right through September right across six or seven locations in the Republic of Ireland to support our customers around understanding what they need to be doing from a customs guarantee perspective, a hedging treasury perspective, a working capital perspective, anything they really need to know around how they deal with Brexit. Mike, that sounds fantastic. And, and it's the engagement is key here mm. because ultimately, if customers don't actually bring, bring the, their problems to us, we, we, we will struggle to actually solve the issues. I know it in the foreign exchange side, myself in the dealing room, but across the country, we've got, I suppose, many customers that we know haven't planned for Brexit just yet. What do you say, though, in terms of the key learnings 
out of this survey for you? I think it keeps coming back to planning, Gavin. If, if less than one in two SMEs are planning currently, they really need to get about doing it. They need to engage with their advisors now. They need to engage with the revenue if they have any trade whatsoever with the UK or across the UK. And they need to engage with their bank. They need to come and talk to AIB, talk to the relationship manager, talk to a Brexit advisor and get advice here in relation to how they manage their business in any Brexit scenario come 1st of November. That's good guidance and I think customers should even uh, consider reading the full four page because there's key learnings from the two customer case studies in it that will open their eyes as to the challenges on businesses that have already started to plan. Thank you to both Mags Brennan and John Fahey for their insights into AIB's latest Brexit sentiment index and thank you to our customers and listeners for joining us on this special quarterly podcast. You're more than welcome to subscribe to AIB's Market Talk on iTunes or the podcast apps for iOS or Androids and we will speak with you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.